Welcome back to another Truth Matters podcast episode where we are speaking the truth while it's still legal. Thanks for tuning in. Sit back, relax, and get ready to hear the truth. I'm your host, Matt Franklin. Hello, guys, and here we are again with another Truth Matters podcast, episode 86. How are you today? Thank you so much for tuning in to this special episode. I want to ask you the question, what does your diet look like? What does your daily diet look like? I'm actually talking about your spiritual diet. Have you ever thought about the kind of diet that you have as a spirit being? Have you ever thought about what your daily intake is? We count calories and we uh, acknowledge sugary foods, and some of us limit ourselves to a certain amount of caffeine a day, and we go on diets, and many of us have different eating habits. But what I'm talking about today is your spiritual man. What does the diet of your spiritual man look like daily? Obviously, when I ask that question, I do mean physically to an extent, because your physical man is connected to your spiritual man. For example, there are things that we can partake in in the natural that does affect us spiritually. I would even go on to say that everything that we do in the natural has some kind of spiritual connection or implication to it. The things that you watch, the music that you listen to, or the podcast, or the preaching, or the teaching, or the talks, whatever it might be, the people you listen to, the things that you consume on a daily basis that affect your spiritual man. What does your daily diet look like? Someone said, the good food is the food of the Word of God, for as food builds up the tissues of the body, repairs waste, and preserves us in health, So the Word of God is the complete food of the soul. So true. The most important thing that you can do as a Christian is consume the Word of God. God said in the Old Testament, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And then in the New Testament, Jesus repeats that very phrase, When Satan tempts him in the garden as he's fasting for 40 days, Satan tries to get Jesus to turn that rock into bread so that he will break his fast. But Jesus knew that the most important thing was the Word of God, was the will of God, was where God wants to take him. So he quoted that very phrase that God had quoted hundreds of years ago. He said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And it is very true. It is a fact that we need the word of God. As children of God, we need that life-giving bread. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. We need that bread, that spiritual meat, so that we can grow up and become strong in the Lord, so that we may be able to have strength to walk this journey of Christianity. 
This is not just a religious thing. This is not just a, well, I got saved and I was baptized at this age or on this date, and I'm good now. Folks, once you truly give your heart to God and you become born again, you are literally a new creation in Christ, and you absolutely have to have the Word of God in your life. What does your diet look like? How much Word are you taking into your spirit man on a daily basis? When you read the Word of God, when you listen to the Word of God, it sinks into your spirit man. It not only changes your spirit man, but it does change your flesh. It changes the way you think. It changes the decisions you make. It changes the way you see life in general. Do you have an unhealthy lifestyle? Do you have unhealthy thoughts? Do you have unhealthy habits? Do you do things that you know you shouldn't do? Do you do things that you regret? Do you do things that you question yourself, why do I do this? Why am I thinking this? Why do I expose myself to this? I know it's not right. I know I shouldn't do it. When's the last time you read the scriptures? When is the last time that you stilled away with the Lord and you just simply had a moment with Him and you talked to Him and you asked Him, God, what's your will? God, show me the path that I must take. Show me the decisions I must make. God, will you help me? And this is why we need the Word of God, because most of the time when we are praying for answers, when we are asking God questions concerning life, we can look into the Scriptures. We can look into His Holy Word, and it is the roadmap that leads us to safety. It is the compass of the soul. It is our director. It is the voice of God written down. God provided His precious Word through his men of God. And the Bible says that the Holy Ghost moved upon these men and inspired them to write the Word of God. It is not fallible. It is not contradictory. It is spiritually discerned. The Word of God is not subjective. It is not individually discerned. It is not individually interpreted. In other words, if I see one thing in the Word and you see something else in the Word, One of us got it wrong, maybe both of us. But the Word of God, when it says something, it means it. And I want you to understand that the Word of God was written to Jews, from Jews, by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. So when you read the Word of God, you have to understand the particular time that it was written in, who it was intended for, what was going on at that time. You know, some people look at the Old Testament and they will read something in the Old Testament and say, that is what it is and that's the way we're supposed to do it right now. You must understand that the Word of God is spiritually discerned. The Bible says that the Old Testament is a type and shadow of things to come. It is written for our learning. We are the New Testament church. And when you watch the life of Jesus and you read the doctrine, of Paul, who got his revelation directly from God. When you read the Old Testament, it explains the judgments of God and how man, even at his best state, could never truly fulfill that law. He could never truly fulfill the things that 
God expected of him. And so he made us a promise. And he told us one day there would be an eternal atonement sacrifice for our sins so that we could be able to live and walk by faith. That is none other than Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. He came so that he could fulfill the law because the law in itself was insufficient. No matter how God tried, he could not get man to live holy. Man is always falling back, always falling into sin, always trying to outperform, always trying to look to things and vices and devices to make it to a certain level, so to speak. But the truth is, man is always empty. It was always do, 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 but it wasn't really a relationship. So that's why Jesus came. That's why God sent His Son Jesus, so that He could be manifest to man, so that He could suffer and bleed and die and take the punishment for our sins, and so that He could take the sting of death, and so that He could defeat sin. He could not only take that punishment for our sin, but He would be that eternal sacrifice to redeem us from sin. He didn't do that so that we could live in sin and so that we could do what we want and so that we could live in pleasures and and ignore Him and ignore His Word. He did that so that we would have a relationship with Him and so that we could live with Him in eternity forever and so that we wouldn't have to go to an eternal hill. That is why our daily diet should be talking to our Lord, worshiping our Lord, reading His Word, learning more about Him, learning more about God in the Old Testament, learning this, the Psalms, the beautiful Psalms and hymns and Proverbs of, of Solomon, who had such great wisdom, learning the wisdom of God throughout His Word, learning Genesis, the creation of God, and how God led us up to this moment where we could live in the shed blood grace of Jesus Christ that we could live in His righteousness and His holiness, that we could walk with Him and talk with Him, that we can become more like Him through His mercy and grace. By faith, we can walk with Him. And when we stumble, we get back up, we repent, we do better, we work toward that perfection of holiness. We work toward that. Not all of us are there, but we're working to get there. We're all pressing toward the mark of the prize of the high calling, high calling, highway of holiness, highway of righteousness, the highway of truth. There's no better way to discover the truth that you should live by than read the truth of the Holy Bible. So today I want to encourage you to begin a healthy diet of the Word of God. Get rid of the music that is diluting and distorting your mind. Get rid of those things that are perverting your mind. Turn the television off for a while. Get rid of the things on your cell phone that are causing you to sin. Get rid of the things that are speaking violence into your mind and your soul, that are speaking perversion, that are speaking lies, that are speaking discouragement, that are speaking deception. Get rid of the things that are speaking what the world speaks. Begin closing off the world 
taking a little time, learning about Jesus. Get away, open the good book, read it, talk to him, learn more about him, get closer to him, and you will begin living a more healthy, blessed, prosperous, victorious life through him. I hope this podcast was a blessing to you today. Until next week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your family and friends so that we can get the truth out. Have a great day, 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 day. To help this ministry keep going strong, please consider being a partner. Simply email us at truthmatterswithmatt at gmail.com. And as always, thank you so much for supporting this ministry and helping us spread the truth. Until next week, God bless.